Uh, I just want to read this, Micah chapter 5 and verse 2. If you want to call this anything, okay, just keep, keep it in your heart, okay, as I'm speaking. I want to call it the gift or the seed or both. And it's about you as well, okay? It's about you as well. Micah chapter 5 and verse 2. But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from of old, from everlasting. Of course, this was hundreds of years before Jesus ever was born in Bethlehem. But it was the father already having spoken into Micah, the prophet, something that he was going to speak when he was alive. And of course, this is about Jesus, the one to be ruler, whose goings forth are from of old, from everlasting. Because Jesus was going forth from beyond, from beyond ever anything began. The rule of Israel, the, the, the ruler of all the earth, the whole universe. <clears throat> A gift. He was going to be a gift into the whole world. And of course, in, in Genesis 3 and verse 15, I don't know if you're able to put that one up. Genesis 3 and verse 15. The father was addressing the snake. In the garden. And he said, and I will put enmity, enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed, and he shall bruise your head. He shall bruise your head. And beautifully, Paul wrote a little bit later in Romans 16 and verse 20, he says, and may the God of peace, may he or will he crush, he will crush Satan under your feet. See, because that's where he was going to be. The enemy was going to be under the feet, not anywhere else. Going to be crushed, completely, utterly crushed. But of course, Jesus was the gift, and he was also the seed of the Father. But he was before anything ever was. But somehow, all of whom he was was put into a seed. And that seed was conceived in Mary. It's beautiful. And it says this in Matthew 1 and verse 18, if you can put that up. I just want to give you a little bit of scriptural foundation for what I'm going to share. 
it says this, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After the mother Mary, after her, his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Beautiful, huh? It's very seasonal, this as well, isn't it? It's very Christmassy. Um, so before they came together, she was found to have conceived to have the seed of the Father inside her before they ever came together. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful. Wonderful. So the seed was delivered into the womb of Mary by the Holy Spirit. And all the words, you see, there's lots of words throughout the Old Testament that were spoken about Jesus coming. So the Old Testament is scattered it's 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 lined with words all about Jesus coming to the earth but not only were those words in the hearts of the prophets but of course they were originally in the heart of the father that's where they came from they came from the heart of the father and then when those prophets were with him before because they were with him just as Jesus was with the Father and the Holy Spirit before he ever arrived here. Of course, the, the everlasting one, the ruler of the whole universe, he was with the Father before he ever arrived here. In some way, you were with the Father and the Holy Spirit and Jesus before you ever arrived here. Your memory bank is full of him. You, you remember what it says in Ephesians chapter 1. Okay, this is one of my all-time favorite verses, and I've got a lot. But Ephesians chapter 1 says this. Just as he chose us, but let me put it like this. Just as he chose you in him before the foundation of the world... Before the foundation of the world. So this means that you were chosen in him before the foundation of the world. That you, we, should be holy, whole and wholesome and holy, set apart, that's another word for it, set apart, without blame before him in love that's beautiful so before you ever arrived here Ellie you were chosen in him isn't it beautiful it's okay you can have it if you want so before Ellie ever arrived here she was with the father somehow chosen set apart and the whole point was never that she should never feel blame or shame, guilt or condemnation. That's what this verse means. Isn't it a wonderful verse? That we should be without blame. In other words, the Father's heart, just as Ellie was singing this morning, no shame, no guilt, no blame. 
That is the same for you and me and everyone. The Father's heart was that you should feel no blame, no shame, no guilt, no condemnation. That was his mind and heart before you ever got here. And of course he knew everything that was going to happen, but that's also why he sent the gift. That's why he sent the gift as a seed, so that the gift as a seed could come and complete everything that was in the Father's heart, so that you could be completely free from everything. All guilt, all shame, all sin, everything. That's what he did. And he did it 2,000 years ago, so we're just catching up. Your spirit is just catching up. Well, actually, it's not your spirit, because your spirit already knows. You know in your spirit that this is true. Honestly, you know it. In your spirit right now, there is a little hallelujah. Honestly. In some spirits, there's a big hallelujah, and, and they feel it in the feet. You know, you know sometimes you know, I, I, I'm like this. I feel it goes from my spirit into my feet, and I start getting it all over because my spirit knows that this is true and you see what I shared earlier this this whole thing was it wasn't a memory that I had it's a memory that he had that he was bringing to me so that I could share his memories huh that's a beautiful thing this is for all of us you can all do this this is available for every single person in this room. This is what your spirit really wants. So let's just have a look at this. See, this is it's just little notes that I've put here. I've got to find what I'm looking at. Okay, there we go. So Jeremiah 1.5. I know we've done all this before, but just running into this season right now, just feeling it. I'm feeling like your spirit needs it. My spirit needs it. Huh? Our little hearts are going, woo! Jeremiah chapter 1, this is what it says. Can you put this up? I'm not seeing if you're putting them up. You are, you are following Simon. You are amazing. Thank you. We don't say thank you enough to all these guys that work so hard behind the scenes for us. So thank you so much if you were one of those guys and gals. We love you. We know you come early to make it nice for us. Thank you. Um, so, Jeremiah, now listen to this, isn't this fantastic? Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, verse 5, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Isn't that beautiful? And you go, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's Jeremiah, he's a prophet. Yeah, well, you're whatever you are, whatever your function is, whatever you have in your heart, that's what you are. You understand me? It could be Elario. It could be the word of the Lord coming to Elario, coming to Amanda, coming to Tina, coming to Phil. Do you understand me? Stop making it something that it's not. What it is, is your story. What it is, is my story. Before, Ellie, before, you were formed in the womb. He knew you. Yeah, he knew you. Nathan, he knew you. Before you were born, you were set apart. You were ordained. You were ordained to something, to someone. You 
have a beautiful assignment. Your life is an assignment on the earth. Isn't it beautiful? And then you went, ah, but I can't speak. Yeah, well, that's what he said as well. Ah, but I can't speak. Oh, I'm too young. Ah. No, no. Listen to me. He's already filled you with his word. Listen. He's already filled you with his word. The father, before you ever got here, was looking at you, singing over you was singing. He was singing words of love over you. He was kissing you. Every beautiful thought, and there is no other thoughts but beautiful ones in God. Can I just tell you that? There's no other thoughts in God but beautiful. And when I say that, I mean in him, there's no thoughts that aren't beautiful. Every thought that God ever thought is full of peace. How do I know it? Because it says it in Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Every single thought that he ever thinks towards you is full of peace. Every thought that he ever thinks towards you is filled with that thing that I talked about earlier, which is like this, it's, it's, it's like a, a love that is, so, can I just tell you what happened that morning? This is what happened that morning. Matt's not here, but Matt was part of this meeting. And we were together, I was together with probably about 12 or 15 people. That morning when I had that experience, um, there were a number of things that happened. But there were some trustees coming together with a team of people. And during the course of the next, from 9 o'clock through to 11... The only way that I can explain it was that this presence, this love, and I have known many, many times of incredible power, of beautiful presence of God, of overwhelmingness. I have known that many, many times. But whatever that was that morning, I have never, ever experienced anything like it in my life. This is the only way that I could tell you what it is. And in fact... You know, it's perhaps inspirational for a little bit of this morning, but I actually felt like the cherubim had just come to the room that we were in. That's the only way that I can even begin to explain it. So this was not just the presence of God. This was like the presence of God plus, 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 whatever was going on. It was so big, and this is... I had no words. The person who was leading the meeting at 11 o'clock looked at the watch and went, do you want to say something, Paul, about what's going on? And I went, uh, and I, I think I bl blathered something that had happened to me earlier in the morning. And then I just, I was weeping all morning. But I just began to weep, and it wasn't because I was upset. It was because of this incredible love that I felt for everyone in that room. And I'm telling you, two doors down, she just began to weep as well. It was just like this, something happened, and it's like we didn't have words for it. 
We are on the edge of something that is going to be wonderful, 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 I'm telling you. Like, we, you know, just a little bit you may have felt in the room this morning. Who felt? Who actually felt the presence of God this morning? Anyone feel the presence of God? Look at that, you see, that's a lot of people. And of course, it's not all about feeling His presence, but we know that He wants us to feel as well. He wants us to be awake. He wants us, our senses to be alive. But it was an incredible morning that happened. Um, and it just gave me a little taste of what, what He's going to do, which I just thought, oh, Lord, have more of that. Just more and more of that. Huh? Oh, just come and lick me. Honestly. I know it sounds irreverent, but I don't care. I, 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 I just want him to, uh, like, just consume me. Don't you? Don't you want him to consume you? Huh? <laughs> oh, Lord. This is what it says in verse 9 of that same passage. It says... Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Ooh. Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Well, when, when did you do that? When did you put your words in my mouth? When did that happen then? Well, when I was singing over you before you ever arrived in the earth... When I was singing like Mama used to sing over you, when I kissed you, when I breathed over you, when I filled you with my memories, when I filled you with the things that I want to do in the earth, when I did that back then, that's when I put my word in your mouth back then. Huh? All done, all downloaded back then. You are like one of those, uh, what do they call those things that you plug in to the back of the USB just like one of those, huh? That's you, a seed, a seed. But once you get plugged in, once you get plugged in, you come alive. You come alive. Not just the big picture, but there's some details on the inside of you. There's some details. There's all the original thoughts and works of God on the inside of you already. It's already there. You are moving in probably 5%, maybe, maybe 8% of your potential. But I'm telling you, that potential is ready to burst even more. But you've got to say, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, I want it. I want it all. I want it. I want those plans. I want those thoughts. Listen, this is what it says. Um, in fact, let's just carry on. Yeah, that's it. Long time since I did it off a piece of paper. Uh, just think, Jesus, as a seed, had everything within him. Everything was within him. And all that happened, all that happened, all that happened is, as he was conceived and then brought forth, as he grew up, all those plants, as he plugged into the Father every day, I know this is just common terminology, but just as he plugged in every day, more and more of the plans he began to see, more and more of the thoughts he began to think, 
More and more of the dreams, he began to dream. More, every time that he turned here, he, he found something new in the scrolls. He went, ah, that's about me. How did he know that? Because it was already inside him. That's how he knew. He went, that's my dad. He's written already to me. I remember it. That's where it is. This is just a confirmation of what you already know. You've just got to discover what God knows about you. You've got to discover it. God knows it. You've got to discover it. It's yours to make that discovery. Huh? You were a gift. You're also an uncommon seed. You are an uncommon seed. There is no one like you, not in all the world. No one. You were an uncommon seed. Not a common seed, but an uncommon seed. And because you are an uncommon seed, you also have the potential of being an uncommon harvest. You understand me? You have got the potential to be an uncommon harvest everywhere that you go. But you have to discover what is in the seed. And how do you do that? Well, you sit with him. You just sit with him and you let him tell you. You let him show you. I mean, I, th I thought it's fascinating because, um, where does it say? I, th I think, uh, I, I put it somewhere, I'm sure that I did. I'm sure that I did. It was a wonderful verse. Is it verse 11? Oh, Lord, let me have it. It's not that. <clears throat> but this, I think, it, I think it's somewhere in Genesis, and it comes again and again, but it's like this. Behold, the Lord said unto me in a vision, said unto me, in a dream. Hang on a minute. So he said something in a vision and in a dream. Yeah, but it was already inside. Do you understand me? The word was already inside. And then he went to bed and the word came up in a dream. And he had a dream. Behold, the Lord said to me in a dream. Behold, the Lord said to me in a vision. So God was speaking, the word was already there, but it was released in a word and a vision and a dream. And I want to tell you, these kids, you know, God's ordained praise out of their mouths. Honestly, we all know that, don't we? But I, I tell you, these kids are the next generation. They are going to be so hot for Jesus, honestly. They really are. It's beautiful. I mean, did you hear him? He was praising out louder than you were this morning. Huh? He was making noise this morning, I'm telling you. And God was clapping. I have no doubt. So the seed is the word that's already implanted on the inside of you. When that seed gets plugged in, when you become awake and alive to Jesus... All the potential of that seed begins to spring forth. So it's not, that, it's not only that you have a word, but you have a word in a vision. You have a word in a dream. You have a word in a trance. 
You have a word in a song. You have a word in a poem. Do you understand me? All this word that is inside you is just like the word that was inside these people. You just go, oh, but they're prophets. They're this, they're that, they're the other. Oh, they're this. Forget all that. Forget it. They were just like you and I. Just the same. No difference. So all of this life is on the inside of you. You have, remember that, you have the potential to become an uncommon harvest. Because you're an uncommon seed. I, I put this, I wrote this down, if I can read it. Provision is guaranteed at the place of your assignment. It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. In other words, as you discover who you are and what it is that God has put within you to become, provision is already given. It's already there. Provision is already there. Listen, what do I mean? Well, you remember Jesus, born in a manger. Well, in that little baby was all the glory of God. Guess what came to the glory of God? The stars came to the glory of God. Do you remember? It's what, it's what you sing about every Christmas. They followed a star. The star was not stationary. The star was magnified, magnetized to the glory of God inside Jesus. The star was pulled by the power of the glory of God inside Jesus to the place in Bethlehem. Huh? That's really what happened. The hope of glory lives in you. The hope of glory lives on the inside of you. Things are drawn towards you when you know who you really are. It's drawn towards you. That star was pulled in the sky towards Jesus and stood over where he was born. You remember the angels. What happened to them? They were magnetized towards him as well. Weren't they? They just arrived. They went, the gift is here. The seed is here. Right there. We are going to make an appearance. Huh? So all the angels came, and as the angels came, guess who else came? The shepherds came. The magi came. The, 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 the wise men came. They all came. They were magnetized to the glory of God on the inside. Huh? The, gl the glory of God wasn't in a temple anymore. It wasn't in some building. It was in Jesus, the glory of God. Now, just think about this. This is what it says about Jesus. It says that so, so Jesus is the gift, he's the seed, but he's wrapped in flesh, just like you. This is what it says in Hebrews, if I put it. I did put it somewhere. I'm sure that I did. I didn't, but it was Hebrews chapter, let me find it, 10. 
I'm sorry, I've been really busy this week, so I've, I got all these thoughts and then didn't manage to get all the scriptures. But it says that he's, can anyone follow? There it is, found it. Sacrifice. Therefore, when he came into the world, it said, he said, sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, you have no pleasure. Then I said, behold, I have come in the volume of the book it is written of me to do your will, O God. So the gift, the seed, was wrapped in a body. God prepared a body for Jesus and wrapped him in that body and then went, okay, the glory of God is wrapped in that body and now everything comes towards you, Jesus. Everything that you need to fulfill what you have to do in this place, everything is coming your way. Everything. Isn't it fascinating that? It just gets magnetized towards you, but you've got to discover who you are. You've got to discover it. It's not for someone else to discover. It's for you to discover who you really are and to allow that to begin to come to you. You can begin to summons it. Listen, this is what it says in Isaiah 60. Can you find this one? It's exciting, isn't it, as we go into Christmas. I mean, just think. It's just wonderful, isn't it? Isaiah 60. <clears throat> Lift up your eyes all around and see. Verse 4. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar and your daughters shall be nursed at your side. Then you shall see and become radiant and your heart shall swell with joy because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. The multitude of camels shall cover your land. The dromedaries of Midan and Ephath, all those from Sheba shall come and they shall bring gold and incense and they shall proclaim the praises of the Lord. All the flocks of Kedah shall be gathered together to you. The rams of Noaboth shall minister to you, and they shall ascend with acceptance on my altar. Well, what's that? Well, okay, it might be the future. It might even be the future now. But actually, that is what happened when Jesus was in that place, when he was in that little manger there. Everything became magnetized towards him. Everything. The wise men came bringing gold and incense. The flocks and the shepherds came. They all came bringing provision. It was the beginning of the end of the beginning, if you know what I mean. It was like the beginning of something whole in you. Now listen, it's no different for you and I. No different. Come on, now exercise. Exercise your hearts and, your, and the faith in your heart. Exercise it and just say, Lord, it's no different. There's no difference for me. Father, I thank you that as I sit here right now, that the hope of glory is on the inside of my very being. In the depths of my belly, rivers of living water flow from me, Father. And as I discover who I am, Father, as we discover who we are, Father, Lord, as Holy Spirit bursts forth on the inside of us and reminds us of all the things that you have said to us, Father, reminds us of all the longings that you have, all the desires, Father, all the plans, 
All the ideas, Father, all the things that were in you before I ever got here. Father, I say, and I submit to those plans, Father, but I say that I long for them, Lord. I long, Father, my heart longs. My spirit longs after you, Father. My soul cries out for you, Father. Because for such a time as this, Lord, we are here. For such a time as this, Lord, we are here, Father. And Lord, we thank you that our spirit within us is crying out so loudly, Lord. And the, the, the glory of God, Lord, begins to bring forth all that you have already provided for us. Father, everything that you saw, everything that you said, Lord, every plan that you had, every dream that you had for us, Father, before the beginning, Father, Lord, right now we are in that moment and we say, yes, Lord, we want it all, Father. We ask, Lord, that it would all begin to be magnetized, as it were, towards us, Lord. The provision and the protection, Lord. Father, all that you have got for us, Lord, that we might find ourselves and all that we are doing, Lord. We say yes to it, Lord. Right now in our spirit, Father, we say yes, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for the activations, Lord, of Holy Spirit in us in a whole new dimension, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you speak to us in words that come forth as visions and dreams, that we see, Father, more and more, Father, that our mind becomes renewed, Lord, so that we begin to see pictures of who you are and who we are and the things that you have done, Father, and the things that you have yet to do through us. Lord, I thank you that in Ephesians 2 and verse 10 it says that every good work is already given to us, Lord. It's all there, Father. And we say yes, yes, yes to it, Father. And not only for ourselves, Lord, but for our children and our children's children, Lord. We are crying out across this globe right now, Father. The sons of God, Lord, are crying out, Father, for your glory to be seen, Father. Lord, we are waiting for the trees to clap their hands. We are waiting for the flowers to call out your name, Father. We are waiting for the glory of God, Lord. In the majesty of your purpose, Lord, to come forth. And we agree about it, Lord. We agree, Lord, not only for ourselves, but for our whole household, Lord. All our household, Lord. We say, yes, Lord. All those that are here, Father, in this country and other countries, Lord, we thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. And we say, yes, Lord. We say, yes, Lord. We thank you so much, Lord. <laughs> Oh, yes, we thank you so much, Lord. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. You're so wonderful. So wonderful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay, now just rest a moment in that. Thank you, Lord. Just feast a little in that. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father.